Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, today we're going to be concluding our series, Be Thankful. Concluding our series, Be Thankful. And I want you to turn in your Bible to the book of 2 Corinthians. I believe today's message is going to bless you. 2 Corinthians chapter 9, and we're going to begin at verse 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 6. And here the word of God reads, it says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye always, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound in every good work. As it is written, he hath dispersed abroad, he hath given to the poor, his righteousness is his righteousness remaineth forever. Now he that ministereth seed to the sower both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness, being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causeth through us thanksgiving to God. For the administration of this service not only supplieth the want of the saints, but is abundant also by many thanksgivings unto God. We're going to speak today from the subject, the value in giving, the value in giving. Here, as we look at the lessons we've learned during this series, we, we have to be reminded that we have to remember the things that Jesus has already done. The times he brought us through hardship and challenges, the times he provided for us and the times he gave us victory. As we reflect on these things, it will give us insight into what he can both do now and in the future, letting us know we should be thankful. We should be thankful. We have to remember that we always have a but not in our pocket. We have to remember this will, or we have to remember this, we will always know, we will, we, um, will always know that we may be persecuted, but not forsaken. We may be cast down, but not destroyed. Even though there are things that we are going to go through, we have to remember that we can be thankful because God is always at work in our lives. He's always at work. We're never by ourselves. And now we also have to remember, we need to always remember that regardless, regardless of how things look, God is going to always be there to see you through. Always be there. And for this reason, we should always be thankful. We should always be thankful. Now, this brings us to our first verse 
in our passage today. Verse 6, look at that with me again. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loveth, what? A cheerful giver, a cheerful giver. Listen, we must be generous in sharing our blessings with others. We must be generous in sharing our blessings with others. We have to always remember what Jesus taught us, that it is more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. We should look for opportunities to be able to give to those who are in need or even those who are connected to us. I'm reminded of a brother, a brother where we used to go out together and this brother would pick up the check. And as he picked up the check, everybody would look around. And I remember one brother one time looked at him in his face and said, listen, I am not your girlfriend. <laughs> he said, I am not your girlfriend. But what he didn't understand was that this brother was tapping into a principle of God because he was finding the opportunities to sow into the lives of others, which would then open up doors of opportunity for him to which God would pour into his life. Oh, my goodness. You have to understand. You have to look for opportunities to be able to sow. You have to look for opportunities to be able to sow. It's important to do that. It's important to do that. And once we do that, we, we have to also be reminded. We have to be reminded that our giving should not be or should be based upon our love for God and our desire to please him. That's what our giving should be based upon, our love for God and how much we want to please him, how much we want to please him. This is why we don't give grudgingly nor out of necessity. We don't give grudgingly nor out of necessity. Listen, God does not look at that as an expression of your love towards him when you give that way, when you give grudgingly or out of necessity. In fact, you might as well keep that. You might as well keep that. If, if that's how you're giving, don't even give it all. Don't sort it because it's not going to profit you anything. God isn't benefited by that. So listen, in other words, you don't want to give because you are influenced by someone else or because you want others to see you in a certain way. That's not why you give. You give because you want to serve God. You give because you love God. You're giving in response to what he's placed in your heart to do. That's why you're giving. Not so that others will look at you a certain way. Oh, well, you're a deacon, so you're going to sow this much. You're a minister, you got to sow this. Much. Oh, you're a ministry leader, so you got to do this. Oh, oh, you're, you're a kappa or, or you're an alpha, so you got to do, you're an omega, so you got to do this because of your, your fraternity and your sororities. They do those things. No, you don't give because of that. You give because God has put it in your heart and you know it pleases him for you to give. It pleases him for you to give. You see, you have to know this. You have to understand this. But your soul desire, your soul desire, I want to be clear about this. Your soul desire is to please God. It should be to please God. Your soul desire should be to please God. I want somebody to type in chat, I want to please God. I want 
to please God. It's not about anything else. It's not about anything else. It's not because you saw mom and daddy do it, so you're just doing it because you, you know that they, they, they did it, so you're supposed to do it. No, no, no. That's not why you're giving. You're giving because you know God takes pleasure in you in doing that. He takes pleasure in you in doing that. You see, oftentimes you come to this re revelation because of how God spared you in times of trials. Sometimes you look back on what God has done for you. That's your motivation for giving because you know what he did and therefore you release and you pour into the hearts and lives of others. Your response in love is to give bountifully to his church and to his people. That's what you're doing. It's a response in love. You give bountifully to the church and to his people. Listen, I, I, there was a story. I may have shared this with you some time ago. There's a story about when I was in business with a, a business partner. We met up with a, a person we were trying to do some business with. And we were telling him about our plans and our vision and, and the things we wanted to do, the things we were hoping to do in business and in the community. And he looked at us and he said, you know what? It's very good to be driven, but it's more important to be given. It's good to be driven, but it's more important to be given, to allow what's in your heart to be given away to the things that God has placed in you to be given away. This same brother, he will drive around in his Cadillac and under his armrest, he had thousands of dollars. I mean, when I say thousands, I'm not talking about one or two. I'm talking about tens of thousands of dollars. And he wasn't doing that so he could go uh, stay at a hotel, go rent some vehicle or, or some, buy something for his business. No, you know why that money was there? He wanted to be able to bless somebody whenever God told him to. That's all he wanted to do. He said, listen, it's not about being driven. It's about being given. He said he just wanted to be a blessing. He, he didn't look at 10%. He said 10% is my starting point. He said that's just where I start because I understand the things that God has done for me. I understand it. But your giving should be in balance as well. Your giving should be in balance as well. Listen, some people are going to look and say, oh, did a, did, Pastor, are you sure you're going to say this? Yes, I want to share something with you. It's important that you understand this. You shouldn't give your last knowing that you need to take care of your family. Let me say it again. You shouldn't give your last to the church. If you know you need to take care of your family, if you need to take care of your family, listen to me. God knows exactly where you are. And some of you may say, well, man, I used to give $100 a week. It was easy. I gave $100 a week, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's tight. God knows where you are. Maybe you can only give $20 or $15. Then guess what? Be faithful and give it. Be faithful and give it. Understand that God is going to bless you in your faithfulness. You can't give a hundred. Don't try to do that. You need to take care of your family, but give what you can give what you can. And if a hundred is nothing for you, then you give whatever you can give. But listen you, to those that are in that situation where you're challenged. Listen, you don't just give sitting there struggling and your family's not able to eat. And you're wondering how in the, how in the world you're going to pay your pay your tithes. Listen to me. I, I love you. I want you to take care of your family. I'm praying for you. I tell you all the time, I pray for you daily. 
So I want you to hear from God and allow him to guide you. He'll let you know what you're supposed to sow. And what you do is you give that $20 uh, faithfully and watch. He'll increase the 20 to 40. Then he'll increase the 40 to 50. Before you know it, you're giving 75 a week. Before you know it, you're back to the 100 and you, super, you, 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 you surpass that. Now you're giving 150, 200 because God is blessing you so much. But see, you got to be faithful. Just be faithful where you are. Be faithful where you are. Be faithful where you are. Look with me at verse number eight. Look with me at verse number eight. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work, may abound to every good work. Listen, God will allow his grace to abound toward you as you are faithful in the area of giving. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.